Welcome to Made New Podcast. I am Michelle Ori. I'm a 19-year-old college student and I love Jesus bad, okay? <laughs> this podcast is simply being made in obedience to God. He called me to do it, so that is why I'm doing it. So welcome. So before we even get into this video, I want to start off with prayer. So let's pray. Heavenly Father, we welcome you in this place. Have your way, Jesus. I decrease so that you may increase. Speak through me, God. Let your will be done. Let lives be touched through this podcast. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Welcome, you guys. So for my first episode, I wanted to start off by sharing my background, sharing who I am. So I thought the best way to do that was by sharing my testimony. So let's get into it. So first and foremost, I was born and raised in a Christian household. Uh, my parents instilled Christianity in our household tremendously and i'm forever grateful for my parents because the bible even says raise up your children in the way of the lord so that when they grow they won't depart from it and i can proudly say i have not departed from it. i found my way back to jesus and i'm grateful for parents that instilled that in me <laughs> with being born and raised in a christian household i knew of god my entire life notice how i said knew of god i didn't actually know god for myself um in intermediate school and middle school i got bullied and that really lowered my self-esteem a lot. Um, I was called, like you name it, like being black in America, I was called Oreo, everything. And I'm also African too, so it was just crazy, you know? So coming into high school, I came with the mentality of, okay, I'm gonna set my game up. I'm gonna try to make these people like me, you know? I started wearing makeup, like heavily. I started wanting to be an extreme people pleaser, extreme, like to the extent. I sought validation in man, I sought validation in people because I wanted to make people happy, I wanted to make people smile, I wanted to get their approval. And from getting that approval, it led to pride, it led to lustful thoughts because I was getting that tension that I wanted so badly, I was getting it from men, and it introduced lust into my life. And lust is a killer, lust will warp your mind and your thoughts, and that's what it did to me. Of course, immodesty settled in. I began to dress immodestly to please people, revealing myself because I wanted the validation from people. And I sure did get it. I got all of it. <laughs> in that same time that I was getting bullied, pornography was introduced into my life. I became addicted to pornography. It was an addiction that I battled with it for about, I think, six years. I'm not quite too sure um, how long, but it was an addiction that had a chokehold on me. And guess what? All of this was happening while I was hearing the word of God in my own household. All of these sins, all of these things were happening in my life. And it got to the point where like, I literally had almost no conviction. Like I was doing these sins and I had no feelings. Some days I'd be like, oh, please help me. Like I will cry to God about God help me. Some days I'd be like, it is what it is. I'm born like this. This is how I was made. And I would just carry along my day. I had zero conviction and the Holy Spirit was not living inside of me because I grieved the Holy Spirit. And I remember knowing that pornography was a sin. I remember knowing that, but it felt like I was in physical chains. It felt like I literally could not break out of it. I couldn't, I really couldn't. Addiction is serious. And I felt like I was in bondage because I was in bondage. I was in chains, chained to the ground. And I wanted to be freed so badly, but I just couldn't stop. It was so addicting. I had come into agreement with that addiction. But one day, this was um, 
freshman year of college, I'd fallen into sin. And I remember coming home and I just went to the restroom and I just bawled. I cried. I said, God, I cannot do this anymore because the pornography had led to sexual immorality. Thankfully, I'm still a virgin. Nothing crazy happened. But it was like getting to that point. It was like beep, 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 beep. Like it was getting to that point where like you're getting too close to the to the wall, Michelle. Your car's backing up and it's getting too close, right? And I came home and I just cried. I just cried. I went to the restroom literally. And I literally was on the floor. And I know going on the restroom floor sounds disgusting, but it takes true humility for God to deliver you. It really does. It took true humility for me to God for him to deliver me. Like this was my rock bottom. Like when I had fallen into that sin and I came home, I was like, what is my life? Like, what am I doing? Like, why do I, I know what is right and I'm still choosing to do what is wrong. That's a sin. So this is my rock bottom. And what I've learned from this is that sometimes God wants you to reach that rock bottom to realize that he's the only one at the bottom. You have to depend on him. He's the only one you can truly depend on. So once I reached that rock bottom, I told God, I cried out to God, I told God, I'm done. I'm done living for this world. It has nothing to offer. It only brought shame. It only brought sin. It only brought false peace and unhappiness. I was not happy at all. So from that day forward, I was like, God, I'm talking my Bible every day. I'm going to start praying every day. And I did. I actually did. I made, I disciplined my flesh. I crucified the flesh to the cross. And I laid my burdens at his feet. And he began to purify me. It didn't happen overnight. No, but I started reading my Bible every day. I started to pray every day. And um i just began to see god transform my life but it didn't happen overnight i will say like the first few months i was still like in the middle but like i dropped the pornography and all this and i dropped that because i was like i'm done with that that's what's that's the that's what's getting me really messed up (laughs) so i dropped that immediately but i was still kind of you know playing around with sin but thank god that's not the end of my story Sometimes you have to realize the first step to getting out of that pit, to getting out of rock bottom, is realizing that we are actually in a pit. If you don't even realize, if you don't even know you're in a pit, how are you going to get out? You're not going to get out, exactly. And once I realized that I was in a pit, I had to ask myself, Michelle, why would you want to belong to a world you weren't even called to remain in? Like, this world is not our home. Heaven is our home. So why are you trying to belong? Why are you trying to fit in? Why are you trying to seek validation from a place that is literally temporary? So... As I began to read my Bible every day and pray every day and worship, and I wasn't even, I didn't even know what I was praying. I didn't even know what I was reading. I was just doing it because I knew that, you know, that's where refuge is, where hope is. I wasn't really understanding it. So slowly but surely, God began to purify my heart. A few months passed by and I, um, you know, joined this live. My friend sent me a live and I joined this live um, of this prophet. And um, I was called on and he, Thankfully, by the grace of God, I got the gift of speaking in tongues through Instagram Live. Like, God can use anything. He can use anything. So I got the gift of speaking in tongues through Instagram Live. And I was like, wow, this is so good. And it was from that day where, like, things shifted. Because I also got deliverance from the spirit of fear that same day. And things shifted. Like, I was so distraught. I was like, there is not a shock in a bad way. But I was so, like, flabbergasted. I was like, how on earth? Like, I never thought I was speaking tongues. I heard my parents speak in tongues, and I was like, that's so cool. Like, love that for y'all. But, like, I never spoke in tongues. So I was like, this is this is so cool. I, like, I love this, and I felt the Holy Spirit. That's the first time I felt the Holy Spirit land on me. And I was like, oh, my goodness. This is beautiful. It was so, it was like a warmth, goosebumps, like, tingling sensation. And I was like, wow, like, Holy Spirit rested on me. And I spoke in tongues for the first time. And I said, God, that was only you. <laughs> so... From that day forward, I testified of that. I posted on my story. I was like, this is what God did in my life. You'll have to read this. You'll have to know. 
And like, boom, after that, like God began to like move through me. I began to like post different words like from God on my stories and encouragement to people. And people were opening up to me about so many things. And I was like, wow, people are actually struggling. And there's no one to help, there's people to help them, but like God needs more vessels to use, right? So a few months go by and I'm like, I need to get baptized again. So um, I'm not saying it to, you don't have to, it's not a necessity, but I just felt like it was necessary because when I got baptized back in, I think I was 15, I had no idea what I was doing. I was just doing it because I guess my siblings did it. I don't know, but I was just doing it because, oh well, like, you know, but this time I knew what I was doing. I knew the cost, which is why I decided to do it. So um, July comes by and I decide to get baptized again. So uh, my church thankfully hosted a baptism weekend and I got baptized again and I was so happy. And during that baptism week, I also was going to a church conference, right? So after the baptism and a few hours go by, and the conference is in the evening. So it is the same day I got baptized. I go to the conference and it was so powerful. Um, people were praying, we were worshiping, we praised God. It was the last day, so everyone was really pumped, right? And um, we were praying. Uh, it was getting towards the end and we were praying. I was literally on the floor praying. Like I was, I like God has filled me up with his Holy Spirit. I was in the spirit, like I was gone and was, I was drunk in the Holy Ghost, okay? <laughs> so um, yeah, so I was praying on the floor, had no shoes on, like I was really, really deep into that prayer. And I didn't even know they're doing prophetic words. I didn't know that they were doing prophecy yet because I thought that was gonna be at the very, very end. So I was just like, you know, on the floor. And next thing you know, I hear, is there a Michelle in the room? And I'm just like, I had to like, first like, wait, <laughs> what? <laughs> so I first had to like, look around like, wait, Michelle. And then they said it again, is there a Michelle in the room? And I'm just like, my heart is like racing, like beating out of my chest, literally. And I'm just like, looking around like, oh, I'm like, that's me. So I get up and I'm like, I'm trying to like get myself together. My shoes are already off. So I was like, whatever, leave the shoes alone, forget the shoes. <laughs> and I start walking up to the front and I'm already like scared, like low key. So I'm like, what is going on? Like Michelle, like what? So I go up to the front and um they prophesy over me and this prophecy this podcast was part of the prophecy that i received and i was just moved with compassion y'all i was so so like confused but i was also like i was so like shocked i was like there is no way god is calling me there is absolutely no way god is calling me i was like no way so he prophesied over me and i was just moved in tears i was bawling so i was like what on earth is going on and in that moment i had realized that not for a month not for a day not for a minute not for a second did god forsake me he never left me he saw me in my sin he saw me when I was broken, when I was begging for help, when I was addicted to pornography, when I was prideful, when I was lustful. Even in my sin, he loved me. Even in my sin, Jesus loved me. And when I was there, I was just overwhelmed with emotions because I was like, why on earth did God choose me? Why would he choose me? I was so deep in my sin. And God said, I'm going to use her. I was so broken, living in sin, and even in my sin, Jesus loved me. 
and he called me at that conference. He called me his daughter. He called me his daughter. He said, child, stand up. I got you. You're never too far gone for me to use you. And in our humility, God's glory is revealed. God uses the humble. He uses the weak for his glory. And I can definitely say he used me for his glory because I have not been silent since that day. <laughs> since that day, that restroom floor, when I cried out to God, I told God, I'm done. I'm done living for this world. I'm done living for Satan. And he began to work. All those prayers, because I remember crying out to God every day, I would pray, God, help me, God, help me. None of those prayers were in vain. None of them. He heard every single one of them. And all things worked together for my God at the end of the day. And I realized in that moment, the closer I got to Jesus, the more I wanted to be like him. It was about getting so close to Jesus that the desire to sin completely leaves you. Because so I remember I had that mindset of, oh, I'm going to stop watching porn. I'm going to stop doing this. I'm going to stop doing that because I'm trying to you know, be a Christian and be a good girl, right? But it's not about that. It's about getting so close to God, getting intimate with Jesus, that the desire is completely gone. You lose the desire to even sin. That's what it's about. Ever since that day, my life has never been the same. God has begun to prune me. God has begun to refine my heart and purify my heart. All he needed was my yes. All he needed me to say was, God, I choose you. Even if my friends don't, I still choose to follow that narrow path. That path leads to life. So whoever's watching this today, I don't know who's watching this. I don't know who's going to watch this. But let this encourage you guys that, one, you're not alone. You're never alone in your sin. Don't ever believe that lie that you are alone or that no one sees you because God sees you. And if you just give him your yes and surrender your will to him, he will meet you there. I can say that because he met me and it took serious prayer. It took serious surrender to his will. But once I fully surrendered, he used that to use that surrender for his glory. So I know that God is still working on me. He's not done with me yet. He's definitely not. This is just the beginning of what he's trying to do. But this is my yes to God, making this podcast and encouraging you guys to stand firm in your faith and to flee from sin and run to the arms of the father because he will never turn you down. Just like the prodigal son, the prodigal son's father did not turn him down. He was waiting for him with wide open arms. And Jesus is the same way. He's waiting for you to turn to him. So turn to him today. He has been incredibly grateful. He's been so good. That is why I will always declare his goodness in my life. I hope you are blessed. I hope you are touched. I hope you are moved with compassion. And I hope that you will find Jesus today. Bye.